0: Hello and welcome to I Wanna Fight Arky, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Close Analysis Podcast. I'm Thomas.
1: And I am the first victim of a merciless serial killer, and I am <laughs> out for revenge.
0: <laughs> With dogs, we're gonna, we're gonna put him in an alley. you get revenge. It's gonna be he's gonna get grabbed by hands, but it's not gonna be arousing for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who
1: knows how he was feeling.
0: Anyway, today is the finale of of our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable discussion we are discussing episodes uh, 36 37 38 and th- or no wait we're doing 37 38 and 39 i forgot we didn't we didn't quadruple up these last ones anyway uh, with all that said let's dive into the summary. Kira begins laughing maniacally at the realization that the Jobros will die and that his identity will be kept safe. He even begins shouting his name until Hayato informs Kira that he called Josuke's house earlier in the time loop as a reminder, while Josuke and Okuyasu arrive on the scene just in time for Kira to shout his name. With Josuke and Okuyasu learning Kira's identity, the effects of Bites the Dust is broken and Josuke and Kira clash. Crazy Diamond manages to overpower Killer Queen with its superior speed, but just as Killer Queen is about to blow up, jo- just as Killer Queen is about to blow up Josuke, however, Okuyasu uses the hand to save his friend, but instead ends up taking a combo attack from the Cat Plant and Killer Queen, who have now fused together. Kira begins to fire more bomb bubbles at Josuke, and despite Josuke managing to create some shielding, he takes a direct hit. Nevertheless, Josuke runs toward. ...towards Kira, reasoning that if Kira detonates the bomb bubbles too close, he'll also be caught in the blast. Kira runs from Josuke, and Josuke prepares to heal Okiyasu, but Hayato reasons that Kira must have put a bomb on Okiyasu. Kira says that the bomb will transfer to Josuke, and Josuke will be able to save Okiyasu if he touches him, but just before he dies. Hi, but just before he does... Hayato grabs Okuyasu and becomes the bomb. Mere moments before Hayato dies, Josuke uses Crazy Diamond to heal Hayato and Okuyasu. Kira fires another bomb bubble at the trio, but Josuke and Hayato are able to escape into a nearby house as Kira walks after them. Inside the house, another bomb bubble manages to float in, but when Josuke attempts to deduce its location using cigarette smoke, Josuke and Hayato see that it is following Josuke. Just before it hits Josuke, the young Jojo breaks a vase and fires a piece of it at Kira. Josuke takes the force of the explosion, including having several pieces of wood forced inside his leg, and Kira is able to dodge the piece of the vase. As Hayato stands over Josuke, Josuke explains that he fused a dried piece of his blood to the glass and his and willed it to combine with Q, and with and willed it to combine with Kira's dried blood. As a result, the piece of the vase comes circling back around and manages to pierce Kira's back. In the meanwhile, Josuke manages to come up with a theory as to why the bubbles are following them and places a lighter under Hayato's jacket, revealing Yoshihiro using a cell phone. Josuke takes the cell phone as Kira fires another bubble bomb. As Yoshihiro attempts to flee, Josuke imitates Yoshihiro and guides Kira's bomb to Yoshihiro. Kira detonates the bomb on Josuke's orders, killing his father unbeknownst to Kira. Josuke mocks Kira for the act and the two step outside for one final face-off. Crazy Diamond lands several hits on Killer Queen. Josuke goes in for a stand rush as a killing blow, however it is revealed that the Cat Plant created a shield of air to save Kira from Josuke's killing strikes. Kira fires off one last bubble bomb at Josuke in retaliation, but because of his injuries, Josuke is unable to move out of the way. Just when all seems lost, Okuyasu arrives and uses the hand to erase the bomb bubble from existence. Okuyasu explains that while he was unconscious, he saw Keicho going into a tunnel of light. And while Okuyasu wanted to follow him, Keicho encouraged his brother to make his own decisions in life, and Okuyasu chose to come back to Morioh. Kira attempts to fire another bubble bomb, but Okuyasu uses the hand to rip the cat plant from Killer Queen. Kira once again shouts that there's nothing that can defeat Yoshikage Kira, but just as he does so, Jotaro, Koichi, and Rohan turn the corner. With the Jobros surrounding him, Kira begins to break down and fall to the ground. An ambulance team, which responded to the explosions, comes to collect Kira, and Kira plants bites the dust on a worker, causing one of causing time to reset. Kira laughs maniacally at his victory until a bird passes through him. Kira walks around and runs into Raimi, who explains that she was murdered by him. Raimi explains that Kira is in fact dead and reminds him of the circumstances of his death. Right before Kira activated Bites the Dust, Koichi used echoes to force the trigger to the ground and allowed Jotaro to get close enough to stop time, at which point he used Star Platinum to break Kira's finger and send him flying. Kira still attempted to activate Bites the Dust, but Jotaro had knocked him onto the path of a reversing ambulance, at which point it backed over him, tearing off his face and crushing his head. Back in Raimi's alley, she attempts to have him turn around, only for Kira to reveal he knows of the alley's curse and tries to force Raimi to turn. Right when he does so, the dog, Arnold, tears Kira's hand off and he falls backwards and is absorbed by by the ghost hand, absorbed and torn apart by the ghost hands forever with Raimi's last request done all the stand users meet up at the alley to say their final goodbyes to Morio's guardian angel as she passes into the afterlife Koichi monologues how the families of all of Kira's victims will be stuck waiting for their loved ones to return home at the pier Josuke waves Joseph and Jotaro off Jodoro comments how he's worried for Morio, but Joseph assures his grandson that Josuke and his friends have the same golden spirit as the Stardust Crusaders, so the town is in good hands. Josuke, meanwhile, uses Crazy Diamond to steal back the picture of his mother he gave to Joseph, as Joseph's anger turns to a smile at his son. Afterwards a montage plays showing what happened to everyone. Shizuka is fully adopted by Joseph. Jotaro earned his master's degree writing about the starfish in Morio Bay. Koichi and and Yukako begin dating in earnest. Okuyasu adopts the cat plant and begins taking his father to Tonio's restaurant in hopes of finding a cure. Kira's co workers begin to wonder where he disappeared to. Hazumata and Tamami try to con each other. Rohan is more inspired than ever after his adventures in Morio and gets back to illustrating his manga. Mikitaka and Kanedaichi strike up a friendship as they admire Mario from Superfly. And the trio of Josuke, Koichi, and Okuyasu hang out by Raimi's alley as part four comes to a close. Fuck yeah. <laughs> It's so good. This is this is my second favorite ending in the series, with uh, with part six being the my absolute favorite. But
1: uh, I am on the same page.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think what helps, what makes this ending so good is, you know, really unlike the other parts, we do as we, we as we mentioned a lot, we do get to spend time in Wario and like even you know I didn't even bring up the the side characters like one of the ladies who went into the Cinderella beauty parlor. You can see her in one of the shots, and she's, like, dating this, like, you know, muscle army sort of looking guy. Um, and it's just, like, those little details that they throw in of all, like, the... the Most of the one-off characters get some kind of closure, like, you know, kind of daichi um, and stuff like that. I mean, it's it really makes it feel, like, complete, you know?
1: Yeah, it's so good, <laughs> and also this is an important thing to state i'm gonna reference something thomas you're gonna love it okay just as once everybody lives
0: <laughs> yeah um It it's so nasty how they they make you think okuyasu is gonna die because like there's like the wisps and stuff coming out of his body and then he like show he shows up in that fight and he's like He's like, what now, bitch? (laughs)
1: Speaking of Okuyasu, (laughs) shall we discuss him? Because I have some points. Let's do it. So Okuyasu gets like a fully, like his character arc is finished by the end of Mm -hmm. this episode. Because in the beginning, he was like the guy who always followed his brother around, no matter what. But like his brother was like an asshole to him. So when he was like literally like about to like die, he sees a vision of his brother... And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go, like, I'm, I'm gonna follow you. And then Keicho, like, says, you can decide where you want to go. You don't have to follow me. And then Okuyasu says he wants to go back to Morio. He makes the decision to not follow his brother, unlike he used to all the time, because that's all he ever did for a good chunk of his life. And he, you know, made that decision. He didn't want, didn't want to go to his bro- with his brother, so he didn't. He stayed alive with his homies and made peace with, like, his like fucked up brother and like mm. he was like you know i loved him he was an asshole but you know i can't you know i can't you know follow him i can't like hold on to him because he's gone so he finally like lets go and yeah. he like saves the day and it, it's great
0: and there is kind of this like undercurrent you know i mean like i think one of the things that like makes okiyasu such a fascinating character is like you know he he's he's in a he's like a victim of abuse but like that's like it's not like the focus of his character like it's still there and that like whole like the fact that he's been victimized is like a part of it but it's not fully there and I think like that's kind of what makes this this last scene so powerful like as he said it's like like there this is kind of like oh, like Okuyasu has like finally become his own person like he's not defined he doesn't define himself anymore by like um his abusers like he's his own person um and i mean it's 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 pretty powerful stuff you know i mean jojo i don't think is quite the most socially conscious show some some parts more than others but um i mean i feel like that that's a pretty powerful message you know uh to to throw in as a character arc
1: it's delightful not to mention the fact that like he always thought himself as, like, useless and unhelpful to the people mm-hmm. that he was with, and he saves the day. Like, he uses his skills to save everybody for a second. It's great, and he's it's, it's triumphant.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I love is that um, oh, pretty much everyone except for Rohan, like, gets to do something in the finale. Uh, like, they all contribute to...
1: Rohan just dies, like, three times. Yeah, Ro- <laughs>
0: Rohan dies... And says that he's creeped out by Kira getting his face ripped off. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, like, obviously, like, Josuke does, like, most of the the fighting. Um, and then, you know, Okuyasu does the bubble thing. And then Koichi, you know, prevents Bites the Dust from being activated. And Jotaro is the one who gets, like, the final hits um, with Star Platinum. Which, um, you know, I said it when we were watching, but even considering all of part three um that is one of my favorite like star platinum beat beat downs you know <laughs> um you know
1: the steely dan beat down was really good but this one okay. yeah <laughs> exactly
0: it's like and just the fact that he like beats him up and then like star platinum like turns around it's like cool guys don't look at yeah. explosions <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's awesome um What else do we want to talk about here?
1: Since you talked about Rohan for a second, Rohan also had some delightful character development. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though he like didn't really do much in the finale, he was like so different from how he acted when you first see him. He actually cared about stopping Kira. He was like, I have like when, as I talked about this in the last episode, but like, we, you know, in his last moments of thinking he's going to die, he's like, his final thought is I have to tell Josuke about this. Mm -hmm. And, his, his like full like circle character development comes like in the end when i gotta consult the notes for a second i forgot what i was gonna say there we go take a shot um, so koichi makes rohan sort of admit that he'll miss Raimi. rohan's like i'm not gonna miss you he's trying to be the bitch he always wanted to be but koichi's like you're lying you stupid and he was like yeah you're right i'm lying. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to miss you, homie. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, kind of emotional because, like, he finally sort of, like, it It seemed that he finally, like, realized that Raimi literally saved his life. And he's, like, grateful to her. And that's why it's kind of emotional. And, like, you know, they get along now after trying to take down a serial killer together. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think what for me is the key is, like, because yeah. like, we had sort of seen, like, moments of, like, Rohan's selflessness before. But this is the first time that he like actually like admits it. Um and I mean that that is I mean it's it's a very satisfying character arc. You know, I think I think when we inevitably when we do part five in um two more episodes, um I, I mean sort of my feelings about that is like like not everyone gets quite the the fair shake that they deserve in the cast. And I do not feel that way about part four. I think everyone really goes through uh, a lot of development. And I mean, like one of my favorite moments in this finale is when uh, Josuke is like waving them off. And like Joseph, you know, he he is like angry at his wallet being stolen. But then like he like does like a little smile because it's like, you know, like Josuke is... His father's son, you know, in a lot of ways. Like, he still has some of Joseph's, uh, like trickster qualities about him. Um,
1: Joseph realizes, yeah, you know, I probably would have done that too. will so just let him keep it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's great. Um, when shizuka uh spinoff though
1: when shizuka (laughs) spinoff please i need this queen just walking around new york turning invisible and shit and like spying on like some i don't know some evil villain whatever and figuring out what their plans are and just fucking them up
0: (laughs) i mean i I would watch slash read it uh a lot (laughs) also
1: gen z jojo let's go (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's do it um yeah uh what else do we want to talk about i guess we could talk about um i mean this is like we we've said it many times at this point so i won't spend too much time on it but uh yeah i mean this is really where we get like the the show acknowledging one of our big talking points throughout part four which is this whole idea of like um you know that like evil just like cannot be beat good it's just like a force of nature um, where Hayato says, um, he says to Kira, He's like, the destiny that you say is on your side, and the opportunity you don't know if you can grab, those forces are insignificant to the spirit of justice that's here right now. Um,
1: Hayato gets such a badass line.
0: I know Hayato, Hayato is kind of a badass if you think about it. Like,
1: yeah. He literally <laughs> like is he's like, like, I'm going to take down this serial killer, and I'm eight years
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah he goes
1: through some shit
0: i mean he really does i, I man that's another one of the really like <sighs> uh like serious kind of parts about this ending though is like um hayato and shinobu at the dinner table and she's like oh like I, you know i'll wait up for your father and he's like i'll wait with you too mom Yay! even though he knows like He's dead.
1: <laughs> His dad has been dead for like a month at least. Yeah,
0: and, and Kira is not coming back either.
1: Yeah. Um Kira's face is gone.
0: I mean, could you like imagine like like he, that kid is gonna need so much therapy. Yeah. It's like and my
1: Shinobu isn't even gonna know why. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like why did my son get so fucked up? What happened? Like she's she's gonna find out that her husband is dead eventually, but she's probably never gonna find out like exactly how or the fact that he had already been dead for like a month
0: exactly i mean she's that's a good point like she's never gonna know that her husband her first one died like she might know like how kira died but she will never know how like kosaku kawajiri died um
1: unless she somehow believes what hayato says which doesn't you know i'm not i'm not even sure if hayato would want to tell anybody that this poor kid jesus christ yeah
0: his dad got body snatched by a serial killer, and then his, his head got crushed by an ambulance after being beaten up by ghost superheroes. <laughs>
1: Speaking of your lovely, lovely theme and the ambulance, it's interesting to think that, like, the thing that finally took him down was an ambulance and yeah. technically not Jotaro Josuke or any of the gang. It's sort of like, you know, even if, you know... The, you know, your whole thing, the universe will eventually take him down no matter what. It's like, even if Josuke was unable to defeat him, he still probably would have been hit by the ambulance at yeah. some point. Like, the universe would still do it for him, you know. And in the end, he was accidentally killed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, and it's also, like, very ironic that an ambulance is what kills yeah. him, you know. Because it's like, it's like uh, they usually save people. Not in this instance, though um yeah uh it's i mean i i I, and i wonder if that's like i mean i'm sure it's intentional but i wonder if that's like a contributing factor it's like it's like the universe is like playing with kira you know it's like he gets killed by an ambulance um yeah uh what else can i go off on
1: a little tangent please please do yeah we don't get like a whole lot of like Kira's character time in this, but we do get a couple of things. We finally get him like breaking, mm-hmm. like in the weirdest way of like showing his like true unhingedness upon the world, which could be partially the silly stuff area. Yeah. But at the, it's very silly, but at the same time, it's very serious. It's
0: disturbing <laughs> it's and disturbing.
1: silly. <laughs> he finally like, because he, he, y'all, y'all who have all of you have seen this you know what i'm talking about when he admits that when he first saw the mona lisa the mona lisa he got an erection yeah and because of her hands and like the fact that he's talking he's saying this to a person it's not like an internal monologue he's saying this to a random woman on the street Mm -hmm. so that's something he never would have done before this day like even in the past like few episodes he's already becoming like more and more like confident about like being himself and at this point, I don't even know what to call this, whether he's super confident or just like completely unhinged. I think it might be a combination of both. He's like delusional at this point.
0: I think it, I feel like it is both L- like this is kind of like a running theme with Jojo villains, right? Is like the egotism is like their downfall. And they
1: become super unhinged. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Dio, hello. Um, like, D- I mean, like, I guess Cars doesn't really become unhinged, but like he's hes very egotistical um dio absolutely you're right um and it's like it's it, i mean i think with kira what's so powerful about it is like he's like he, i mean dio is like always crazy and like cars is like i mean he's more reserved but like like dude has swords for hands like <laughs> you know he's not like playing with a full deck of cards um whereas kira is like he's like very like you know calm reserved like always cautious um and then like one like once he gets bites the dust which if you think about it is like this like super powerful ability like that's when he feels invincible and like that's when he exposes himself because like i mean the part the part where like koichi jotaro and rohan like turn the corner uh, and like Kira's reacting to it, like you can you can basically hear the curb your enthusiasm gameplay <laughs> at that point, uh, um, just because like it's like wow this guy is just fucking up left right and sideways.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, he's just so fucking unhinged in the end. It's just a lot. Yeah. And then he dies. <laughs>
0: Well, the, the, he, like, cuts out the Mona Lisa's hands as well. Yeah. <laughs> he puts them up in his room. It's it's like how, like, teenage boys have, like, you know, pictures of, like, you know, bikini-clad women on cars or whatever. Except it's the Mona Lisa's <laughs> hands.
1: <laughs> Which I would argue is far worse. Yes. Le-
0: <laughs> There's a, it's like a normal, you know, to have the bikini women. But, like, the hand is, like...
1: Everyone likes a good bikini woman sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But- That's
0: right. <laughs>
1: but hands well hands they're they are good to have them but like I
0: like having my hands
1: I enjoy but, you know, my hands
0: I'm not sexually attracted yeah. to them
1: hands <laughs> oh god you know what it would be I gotta give it to Araki at the very least he didn't give Kira a foot thing oh my if, god if he gave Kira a foot thing I would just hate everything could you imagine
0: how much how much cringe this this part would have <laughs> if that
1: happened it would be like you know the hand thing is already cursed enough but feet yeah jesus christ
0: um no there is kind of this mix of like disturbing and silly like i i i mean when we were rewatching the episodes there's a part where he's like He's like mocking Joske or something, and he's just got this like—I mean, I can't—I can't describe it any other way than like he's got a booty warrior face. <laughs> like he's like looking up, and he's just like so fucking smug looking. Like it looks like the epic face, but on a human face. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, it's like, but like it's and it's like hilarious looking, but it's also kind of creepy.
1: <laughs> All right, speaking of hands. Um... One one more little bit of, wait, what do you want to do? I could talk about hands more in a symbolic way, or we could talk about your big theory. Well, we're on on hands right now, so why don't we talk about hands? hands. (laughs) So, um, how the turntables...
0: That's it. (laughs) In the
1: end, um, after he is killed by the ambulance, which is the thing that kills him, but then we get a lovely, lovely scene of Raimi like fucking him up and it's great because the first thing that happens when he it's it's such a good reveal that he's in the alley because like he doesn't know where he is but then like the camera like pans out and you're like oh fuck yeah. i know where he is <laughs> and then like arnold comes and bites off his fucking hand oh, my the God. dog that he killed and slit its throat with it with its like big neck wound still there bites off his hand which you know hands yeah. and then Rami comes in he proceeds to like there's a really cool transition that like makes him look like David Bowie again
0: (laughs) yeah that's a really cool scene
1: it's really cool and then like all the like the hands of all the people he's murdered is what how I like to see it like come and like grab him and pull him into the underworld and like gosh
0: and then Raimi has that really badass line where he's like he's like where are they taking me and she's like I don't know where they're taking you, but I'll tell you, it's someplace where you will find no peace.
1: And that's, like, the big, that's insane, because he just, like, that was his whole thing. All he ever wanted yeah. to do was find peace, and Raimi's like, no, no for you.
0: <laughs> no it's, peace for you. It's literally
1: the most, like, badass way to take down a villain with, like, the things that he loves and, like, his victim, all well, the things he's, not yeah. he loves, but, like, that he, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that he's, <laughs> that like, he obsessed with and obsessed lust with, for you.
1: you know, takes him down then he gets his hands cut off and then no peace for him no sleep not allowed it's just it's so badass it's so good
0: you can even think about it like because like jotaro like breaks his hand uh he breaks the thumb um and like that's like another element to it as well gosh
1: (sighs) how the turntables is all i have to say about that
0: i don't know if we've ever asked this but why is it hands do you think
1: like why did a Rocky decide to make him have a hand yeah
0: exactly because like like you said like it could have been any it could have been feet you know it, it could have been, been a lot of things um i guess like hand like hands is like i don't know people need their hands for things maybe hands is like all right we're gonna we're gonna do a tiny reach i don't think it's that much but a tiny bit
1: reach with our hands
0: um we're gonna reach with our hands uh what if it's like about like autonomy you know because like you need your hands to do like pretty much everything in everyday life you know to write to type on a keyboard to you know read a book well maybe not read a book but you know play video games stuff like that uh eat food and so like when like Kira it like takes a person's hand it's like him you know robbing them of their autonomy and you know they're like uh their ability to uh like obviously he kills them and that is a rob of their autonomy but the symbolic nature of the hands is like he is stealing someone's autonomy and you know there's kind of like uh a, like a, a perversion to that you know like that that is why like a lot of you know like sex crimes they always say are like power it's about like power you know I feel like that's like a similar thing you know like it's it's about like him wanting a quote-unquote peaceful life but like deep down he wants power over people and like that's why he's a dick <laughs> I like your conclusion
1: there, and that's why he's, he's a, a, a dick, dick. <laughs> that's not that doesn't seem to be as far of a reach as what as you may think that yeah. actually seems like a very solid like even if Iraqi didn't intend that like, it makes sense, because, like, even if even if hands weren't involved, like, he's still killing them and taking away their, like, freedom and their mm-hmm. ability to be a person. Like, yeah. literally, because they're dead. So, and, yeah, it's it's been shown that many times he just, you know, once he gets power, he, like, flaunts it and loves it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, it, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild.
0: Yeah, and it's, like... Yeah, I know that's interesting. We got we got one more good one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, he so you had another rant that you wanted to go on.
1: Did I? Let's find out. We
0: talked about the hands, and then you were going to talk about the th- the big theory.
1: They maybe 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 maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I this. all right. Give me a second. Okay.
0: Um.
1: Oh yeah. So this is. Oh wait. No, I do have one. I have another contribution to your lovely theory. Courtesy of Thomas, who, when you first told me about the, the theory of, you know, good being a force of nature, I was like, shit, that, that, that do be it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, one very tiny little detail that I absolutely loved is that when Josuke gets, like, a, a leg up on Kira for, like, a second, it, it is shown in such an interesting way of a vase breaking... And the ricochet of one of these shards is heart shaped, and it like hits Kira. It, like mm-hmm. I don't know where it hits him, but it hits him somewhere, and like or, like his face or his shoulder. And it's just so interesting because like, of course the it's a, it's a ricochet, so it wasn't. I, I'm pretty sure it was a ricochet from what I remember. Yeah, least. he
0: like he like shoots the vase, and then like Killer Queen blocks it, but then the the piece comes like back around and hits him through the back.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's just, one, he didn't expect it to happen, because of course he didn't, and two, like, it, it was heart-shaped, which is a, it's, it's mm-hmm. a shape that's associated with Josuke and Crazy Diamond, who is associated with good, and therefore that being a force of nature, so it's sort of like, it's so interesting, because it was, it was such a tiny shot, it seemed like, like, it was foil, it was a tiny thing that foiled Kira's supposedly perfect plan, and it felt like, like a warning shot from the universe. Like, if you yeah. keep going, you're going to get fucked, homie. That was, like <laughs> the first, that was, like, the first, like, shot. He was I, like, don't come any closer or you're going to die and get your face ripped off by a tire.
0: I like that a lot. That's good. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the whole, like, heart thing is, like... Because, I mean, it, it's not just, like, it's the universe. It's, like, you know life and like healing and things like that you know like I mean we all need hearts to live uh so it's kind of it's like you know like it, 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 I mean sort of how you interpret the hands it's like all the people that he's killed it's like in the same way it's like everyone who's like alive like saying fuck you to Kira you know in yeah. a in a symbolic way um yeah I, I, I like that a lot to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's just so good, because, like, when I said the universe, I meant, like, fate, you know? Right, and That yes. That's, like, a big, like, that's a big thing in JoJo, as we all mm-hmm. know. And I shut. Ch- like, unless you have something else to say about this, I want to, like, I don't have any notes about this, but I just think it's interesting that maybe we could try to connect the themes of fate in part four to the themes of fate in the everywhere else. Yeah, let's do it. You got anything, Thomas?
0: Uh, so, are you talking about like the rest of JoJo, or like I
1: mean, the whole thing
0: from um, before
1: and looking ahead? The whole thing.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I won't get too far into it, but like obviously, fate is like a huge theme in Part Six. Like, it is the villain's main motivation um, is that he wants to control fate. And then five, five is kind of about like let me uh, let me see if I can do this. So, like one. Part one is about like, like good and evil, and like they are destined to fight. Like it is a it is legend. It is a legendary fight between good and evil, that is like fated to happen. And like part two is about like how. I mean, it, it, this is maybe the weakest one, but part two is like how that fight isn't always like normal. Like it's not always like too. Uh, muscle-bound dudes going at it going at each other with swords sometimes it's um a dumbass from new york and a cyborg nazi (laughs) fighting the literal most powerful being in the universe um and part three is kind of like part three is kind of like part one again where it's like it's like the legendary battle except it's more about like like dio is like obsessed with it Uh, using the power of the world to control fate and fate is like just cannot be controlled i guess like part four is similar to that but it's more about how like i guess like how you can't escape fate like kira's whole idea is like he wants to remain anonymous and like if you do evil things like even if you're trying to stay anonymous like fate is gonna, like, pull you back in and, like, crush your head with a t- with an ambulance tire. Um, yeah. Karma
1: is real, bitch. Karma is, is real. That is um, the conclusion of part four.
0: Let me see if I can... I, uh, part seven, I don't know what, about, what I can say about that. I think part seven's more about, like, uh, I guess maybe you could say it's, like, it, yeah, it's similar to uh, Dio is, like, it's, like, a person who, like, believes that they should have like supreme i mean i guess it's kind of like fate and like combined with nationalism in the way like the idea that like we're owed something by fate even when the universe is like nah like you're just like you're dust you're dust in the wind buddy um and part eight i can't really speak on because i can't (coughs) haven't finished it yet but yeah i mean i guess that's kind of like how i would describe like fate within each part i oh and I think I forgot to say part five, but part five is 100% about, like, rebelling fate. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's like, like, what if, like, Kira's philosophy belonged to the good guys, basically. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, I want to talk about part five now, I got a really good idea, but we can't talk about that right <laughs> because we're in part four. But... By the end of this whole journey through JoJo, I wanna get like a list Yeah. of like because we're gonna we're gonna have a fucking conclusion. It's gonna, we be, should do it's that, gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. All right. Let me consult the notes. Let me consult <laughs> the
0: notes. I don't have any more serious stuff, so Honestly?
1: I don't either. Yeah. We've only been doing this for, like, 30 minutes, though. Jeez. And, and
0: I mean, this to be fair, to be fair on us, these episodes are mostly fight scenes. Yeah, you but know? they're really
1: good fight and scenes. It's really good.
0: Yeah, we can actually talk about that for a second. This is probably my favorite, like... Um, this is probably my favorite final fight in the series. Because I feel like... I feel like part three is, like, a little too long, the final fight. Part two is pretty good. Part two is probably my second favorite um but part 4 is like it's very dynamic and it's like 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 they use each episode to like it's fullest it's like the first part is like they're on the street and the second part is uh they're in the house and then the third part is like they're like Kira being surrounded and getting his ass kicked um which i like a lot um and there's just, they just throw in like so many like whammy moments like like again, like we keep co- we come back to it occasionally, but like Okuyasu, like using the hand to destroy the the air bubble is so cool. Like like you don't even see him; you just hear like the hand sound effect of like, and he's just there, and it's like, oh
1: shit, it's him! <laughs> it's man. Um,
0: Gosh, the hand
1: sound effect is just it's 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 good. It's, I it's, like it.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that's another thing that's cool about this, these episodes is the sound effects is like, like, <laughs> the sound effect they play when Kira, his head gets crushed by the ambulance is like, <sighs> oh, man, it it gives you like chills almost <laughs> like, uh, like, it you just hear the crunch sound. And then, like, this is like the most like, punchy that Star Platinum has ever sounded to me. Um, which is saying something. Yeah. Uh, which, and that's awesome, but yeah. Um, so
1: artistically, yeah. this shit's gorgeous. Like, towards the end, you have, like, when Kira activates, bites the dust for the last time, but not really, because he actually didn't. Um, it's just, the animation is beautiful. And during, like, when Jotaro is, like, having his, his beatdown with Kira, it's, like, the colors in, like, the color scheme switch, like, once like per shot like Mm -hmm. every shot looks like a like a whole different color palette and it's amazing which you know that's something that part four and jojo in general loves to do and it's fantastic and i love it
0: one of my favorite bits is when he star platinum is punching kira and when he does it creates these like like rainbow shock waves almost that look awesome um yeah i think i mean the filmmaking with this is really just top notch i mean we already mentioned the whole bit where he's like he's he's kosaku kawajiri and he like passes behind Ramy, and then when he comes out the other side he looks like the original kira uh like that's just so cool um like when arnold bites his hand off like he looks pissed the fuck off <laughs> like um it's it's kind of scary looking um uh, yeah it's 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 awesome um it's so
1: like literally part four. I think artistically is my favorite JoJo part. I mean, I don't know the the part. Yeah. The part six animation hasn't come out yet, and in December, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Thomas is gonna lose his mind too. It's I, gonna I be insane. We're gonna be screaming. And part, I'm gonna be screaming yeah, at least. part
0: six does have some really awesome uh shots that they could use uh weather that I would...
1: report animated holy yeah shit.
0: all the heavy weather stuff the the final bit um but yeah uh I, I should we should we move on to the silly stuff do we have anything else we want to say that's serious
1: Part four slaps. Yeah, part four does just slap. this once. Everybody lives. lives. Everybody lives for the most part. The Joe Bro doesn't die. This is yeah, like the one not... part where the Joe Bro doesn't die. <laughs> it's
0: and it's great. great.
1: Out of all the Joe Bros that definitely should have lived, it definitely should have been Okiyasu. Mm-hmm. Like this out ad- of like all of the others had like either like eh, deaths that I didn't really care about that much, or like ouch that hurts like in part five. Yeah, but like okuyasu homie deserved to keep going because he had his whole life ahead of him now like he finally threw behind his past and is ready to become a goddamn person with his dad and his new pet Mm -hmm. cat plant
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i i mean it's like uh, maybe i'll say one more thing it's like i think it would have been i think it would have been very like uh like to me, as an audience member, I have the expectation, someone's gonna die in Jojo. One of the main characters is gonna die in Jojo. Uh, So, like, if Okuyasu, like, bit it there, like, I would've been like, alright, that's a bummer, obviously, but, like, you know, not something I wasn't expecting. But the fact that he doesn't die, and that no one else dies, just makes it so awesome.
1: (laughs) Especially connecting back to the themes of good always winning over evil. Like, of course, in part part three, a bunch of people died, but, like, Oh, it's in part four, geez, you know, all the good people live, even even Hazamata for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: all right, yeah. Uh, so silly stuff, Kira.
1: Um, yeah, pretty pretty much. Like that's really it. That's all I can think him
0: of. Him talking back in the erection is super funny. Um, I I some of the montage stuff is funny, like um. I, I like the cat when when Okuyasu is at the restaurant. Yeah. you see the cat plant, and it's looking at his dad. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like,
1: and his dad is looking at the cat plant, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Okuyasu and his he himself looks like a goblin creature, but so do it. So does everyone he hangs around with. His cat is a plant. His dad is a, I don't even know what his dad is.
0: His dad is from the bog of stench. The <laughs>
1: bog of eternal (laughs) stash
0: um yeah and i mean it's just like
1: maybe if you drink tonio's water you won't smell bad anymore (laughs) maybe that's the one cure for being submerged in the plug of eternal (laughs) stash
0: um yeah i mean it's just i guess there's not a lot of silly stuff in these episodes that we that isn't already kind of serious and that we haven't talked about but i mean this just this ending just makes me feel happy it's just like a nice, warm, warm hug, you know?
1: Absolutely. I I don't know. That's probably, yeah. I love it so much. Part five, I love with my whole heart. But now, after, like, talking about this, I think I might, you know, I think I might put part four above part five. But who knows? Once I start analyzing part five, that might switch back again. Who knows? Yes.
0: I mean, not, you know, knock wood, but every every time we've done an analysis for every part i have enjoyed it more than when i first watched it
1: absolutely i was like Um, i was always like dang part three kind of sucks and then i like did the analysis for part three i I'm like wait part three is actually pretty good it's like
0: part three is like part three was like the hurdle like we like I, i i just remember us being so tired by the end of it um but like even then i was like Damn, this is pretty good.
1: <laughs> now like, I don't know. I always thought part four was just like good, but now I'm like, this is great. Like yeah. it's I didn't, you know. Once you really like dig into something, dig into the, the gross, disgusting, slimy guts of it, it's like, oh, this is this is delicious. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, <tripe. laughs> um, it's so good. Yeah, well, um, I guess if that's all, uh You gotta
1: stop saying it's so good. Yes, we I have. Can't to. Stop.
0: It's it's the goodness is is too much power. Too much power. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, if you want to follow me on social media, uh, see all the silly semi-serious stuff I talk about. You can follow me at Thomas M. Brickman. I also do another show with my buddy Kevin, where we talk about video games. It's called Post Game Content. You can to listen to that wherever you get your podcasts, and it also post game content on socials. All that you know, you you know how a search bar works. You can find it. And uh, Emily, uh, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Twitter. A humble goose. Because <laughs> I am a goose. You've never seen my face. You don't know what I look like. I could be a goose.
0: You don't know that she's not a goose. You don't know <laughs>
1: that I'm not a goose. <laughs> Anyways, kids, good will always win over evil.
0: Yes. And, That's uh, the
1: lesson of the day. And
0: with all that said, next time, we will not be doing part five. Rather, next time, we are covering uh, Thus Spoke Rohan Kishibe, the four-part OVA series we are doing At a Confessional, Mutsukabe Hill, Millionaire Village, and The Run. And with all that said, we'll see you guys next time.